Good evening. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello Leia. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Still got a little bit of the... Oh, we're both, a little bit we're both of a, poorly. A bit of a cold, but you know, it's just like hanging around, all that sort of stuff. But welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It is Monday. It is 5.35, the 27th mm. of February. Oh, February? February? We're still in February. We're still in it's February. It's the day before payday. <laughs> oh, there we go. So wherever you are, thank you for joining us. We are in Feb, and it is just 5.35 here within the UK, and we thank you for joining us today on Chat About chat about and we have a very interesting oh a word that i never thought about really and lara's brought to the table a word that says change 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 and where did you get this word from i was listening now how unlike me i was listening to some podcasts this week wow okay one of the podcasts was um about how a celebrity has been vilified and cancelled because of an opinion that she had oh really yeah um that's that J.K. Rowling. Was you know? it? Yeah, I J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's basically been cancelled, cancelled culture, because she had an opinion. I don't want to talk about her opinion, yeah. um, but she had an, an opinion, um, and people didn't agree with it, so they cancelled her. They just said, no, nope, Just no more. like that? Yeah, no more. After don't, don't all, know about all them books, after everything she has done? Even the people that were starred in the films that she had written, cancelled no her. No way. Just said, no more. Um, and then I was listening to another podcast, which was about Shamima Begum. Shamima Begum. Shamima Begum. Yeah. Um, and um, actually, it was really, really interesting because they were talking to the ex-Liberal Democrats leader. Okay. Um, and Tim Farron, his name mm. is, and he's a Christian. And he's an out and out, I am a Christian leader. This is who I am. Wow. Um, he does a podcast, which is really good. It's called... Mucky business. Yeah, I'm going to promote it because he talks about promote it. He he talks about um, religion and politics and how do how do you work in politics if you're religious? It was quite interesting. Yeah, and what he was saying was um, that, and the same as what she had said was, um, people aren't willing to accept that people can change. Change, and if they're not willing to accept that people can change, then their ideals will always be they will never open themselves up they will be brittle and that in itself is a form of extremism it is and i 100 percent agree with it completely yeah throughout our society throughout our history um we've had dictators um in other countries yeah um who have enforced their opinions and their beliefs and their religions in some places upon people and it's that lack of change um, and that lack of change from, in some cases, when children are born, um, and I'm expecting to receive death threats as a result of saying this, oh. <laughs> um, but uh, when children are born and they're born into specific religions, if they try and make any change whatsoever, yeah, um, then it can lead to honour killings, yeah, deaths, um, multi-deaths. You know, we're looking at something like, for example, the Holocaust or something Definitely. like that, where it was... This is the way that I believe the world is. My opinion will not change um, because I have no um, ability to see that there is a possibility for change. My world is like a rock. My word is like stone, but there's only one person whose name or word should be like rock. Yeah, amen. Because his word is based on love and not hatred. His word is not based on control. His word is based on fulfilling plans. 
I meant her that one. But well done. What a lovely little intro that was. No. But everything you're saying is just scripture all the way through, isn't it? Because I know. I felt like it was um, riding by the seat of my pants all the way through. No, <laughs> yeah, no, you've done good. But when you look at when you really look at it and analyse it, you can then the word change, you know, that is the gospel that's the gospel core. That's about repentance. Yeah. Repentance yeah, yeah. is all about change. Oh my goodness, yeah. So change Although we, uh, the scriptures mentions it quite a few times, I think we can override that word by when I repent, I change from my lifestyle and the acts that I used to do. So salvation is the only way, and Christ is the only way that can make a human being completely change. Oh, brother! So when you look at you talking about dictatorship and all that, you've only got to look at Pharaoh. He yeah. w- he wouldn't allow the children of Israel, so he was a strong uh, dictator, very controlling. And then you look at King Saul, exactly the same, and then you look at Herod, Pilate, all those are exactly the same. Don't like change, and if, if you're not doing what I tell you to do, death will come. Yeah. So what you was talking about, them other religions, that is all the way through the Bible as well. Mm. Like King Nebuchadnezzar, when King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel, and, he, and they said... Um, at three o'clock in the afternoon, just, not not at three o'clock, but at three o'clock, you're going to bow down and serve this foreign god that the king has made this oh, golden. Yeah. And if you don't bow down, you're going to die. Yeah. And that's when Daniel went, no, ain't never none of that. And then you've got Meshach, Shamrach, and Abednego, the three Jewish boys as well. We will not comply to what you're telling us. Well, if you don't comply, we'll throw you in the fiery furnace. So there are lots of characters along the biblical timeline that you can easily put in today's brackets and put today's brackets leaders back in the, the Old Testament and the New of where if you don't do what we say in the world of religion, you will die. Mm. But in the kingdom of God, what it is, is it's the opposite way around. Christ died on the cross so that we would have freedom away from the dictatorship. Mm. So change is in religion, but change is also at the cross because the cross makes you change. Absolutely, flaming lootly. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It does. The word change. You get so many people, just going to touch on that and then get a bit lighter. You get so many people that question, how can you, how can you love a God or how can people maintain their faith when they were in the um, concentration camps? Yeah. This is a really horrible subject, but people do ask... How can people maintain their faith when they're... And it's something that I've always questioned, like how much strength have you got to have to be in a situation where you're literally facing death down its eyes every day, but you maintain your love of God. And that's it. It's the difference between, I mean, naively speaking and humbly, it's the difference between believing in a rock of control and believing in a rock of love, isn't it? Mm. That's right, yeah, love. And if you cool. if you used to study John, John was the opposite to what he became. So the gospel changed him, although the gospel of John is about him and about Christ and about all to do with love and how he was a an odd character before Christ called him. So he was change, right odd. change is critical. Even in John three three, John chapter three, verse three. Nicodemus, Christ says to Nicodemus, you must be born again three times. It's very clear. Yeah. We've looked at this week and the last few weeks about being born again. What does it mean? 
absolute absolute renewal. And that is change. Yeah. Humanity <sighs> has to change from humanity, hard, fixed, very rigid possibly. We know there are beautiful humans out there that are not Christians. But so change is very big in the Bible. I'm literally sitting here with my jaw open. I know. <laughs> I can see it. I can see I'm your like, tonsils. How, I know. <laughs> how can it be that I listened to two completely unrelated things that this word rang in my head and yet then you go, oh, yeah, but this goes back to what we were talking about being born again. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, because once you are in Christ, everything changes. Yeah. So there's nothing more transforming than a person coming into Christianity. No. The biggest changes, but what is the struggle is when the changes come, then the battles come because I'm not used to the change and it can be quite frightening. My dad used to say the only thing you can really be sure of in life is that everything changes. The wind. Yeah. Life, seasons, Just everything change that changes. Just change door, did you hear it banging? Yeah, but, um, yeah. Everything, everything always will change, and people find that really, really frightening. Yeah. But I think if we change the word sh- uh, change from being a difficult thing to let's look at Romans two. Come on, in, one, open it up. Two. Um, it says here, uh, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind." There you go. Change yeah. that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So you've got to know what it is you're changing for. But, yeah, be yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That means constantly changing. Constant. That. You're on a journey of change. Because you don't just go, oh, I've turned I'm around. Done. I'm That's turned it. around. I'm looking at Jesus now. Because he was always there and it's you that turns around. I've turned around and I'm looking at Jesus now. It's, it's a all journey. Done. It's a journey. Yeah. It's a long journey. And John 3, 3. So what happens in John 3, 3? You must be born again. So there is serious change. That changes our ideas. It changes our perspective, our values, our actions. And what change too to come in line with the word of God. But that's when the Holy Spirit within us, mm. and we can quote that scripture from 2, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. <laughs> The old has gone, the new has come. So there is a change in someone's innermost being. The outside stays the same to a degree, right? But the eyes, the eyes are the window to the soul. I'm flicking my eyelashes at you. Yeah, 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 In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18, which is just before what you were going to read, because that was the one that I was just, I was like, I've got that. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. It's like all their dominoes are falling into place today. Um, so it says here, when you're faced with change, this is what I like to think, um, 2 Corinthians four sixteen eighteen. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Amen. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Yeah. So it's that idea of, like, God doesn't change. I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yeah, that confused me. When I started looking at the scripture, I was looking at it and thinking, yeah, but he says um, in the Bible, he says, don't change a word. 
Don't you dare change Don't a word. Don't add and take away. Don't add and take away, yeah. And I am the same as I've always been. Yes. And I think there are some religions, Yeah. going back to our favourite subject, there are some religions that take that and apply it to people's lives with a sense of their own agenda of controlling framework. Definitely. But God's word is not one thing or another. God's word changes to us every day. It does. Yeah. So I can look at the same piece of scripture that that today, so 2 Corinthians 5, 17, um, the oldest passed away, behold, the new has come. I've heard you say that before, and it never meant as much to me as it does right this minute. So what happens is the word stays the same. I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm. But what happens is God opens our heart through the power of the Holy Spirit, and we've read that scripture a thousand times, and we've read it, we've read it, we've read it, and through the power of revelational knowledge, God reveals that scripture yeah. to us. So what has happened, the word is the same, but I have come in line with the change in me because the, the Holy Ghost has changed me and I see the word as it should be. So, so it's but not, if I look at it tomorrow, it probably won't mean the same. No, it won't mean the same because yeah. you've gone up a level and I'm not we're not bigging each other up. We're not bigging each other up in the word Big of Christian. Big up, bruh. Big up, bruh. <laughs> it's not that. Don't do the accent. Don't do oh, the accent. Yeah, I won't, I won't mention China. I'm oh, sorry, Lord. Please, Jesus. I know you love everybody. He does. So, <laughs> change, change. The word doesn't change. I change. The world changes. The world changes. The word stays the same. But we change. And what do we change? We change into more Christ-like. <sighs> Got to be careful how we say that. Yeah, be careful. Because we don't want people to think that we're sitting here little Jesuses with big beards and long hair. <laughs> sandals. I... I, but we know what so we mean. So you say that. I can't even think of myself as standing in the same room as Jesus, even though he's in my heart. Yeah. Like, if when he comes back and I'm there in his presence, because he's omnipresent, so he's going to be there. Always. Um, how humble are you going to be? Scared. <laughs> Hiding under a table going, be fighting don't look get, at me, I'm ashamed. At, I'm you ashamed. know what I did. You know what I thought, you know what (laughs) I thought, you know how angry I was. You know how I coveted my next door neighbour's ox. Yeah, (laughs) and I love that car they got and I really want their house and I'm sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm human and he'll go, go, but you're human. It's all right. In his Welsh accent, which I gave him last week. It's okay, you're only human. (laughs) I'll be like, no, Jesus, no. So Jesus changed. Interesting. Come when, on. Did, when did he change? He, from cha- a, he changed from a baby into a boy and a boy into a man. And the word became flesh. <gasps> so there was a change for... So you I'm think learning. about that. So you think about that. I'm changing. Christ. In this 45 minutes, I'm changing. Yeah. So Christ You're is God, it. is the image of invisible God. So you think about that. Yeah. God, and the script. this is scripture, the scripture says that he lowered himself and he humbled himself to come to the human yeah. life form. So he's come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go up. Yeah. So we change up to be more like him. He changed to be more like us. Whoa. So he changed from God to Christ, but Christ is God. But if you look at it theologically, yeah, 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 so God, right. the scripture says in 1 Colossians, Chapter 15, for them, five verses, 15 to 20, 
everything, salvation, justification, creation is wrapped up in such a short bit of literature. So right, so Christ was at the beginning of time and we understand that God sent his one and only son but Christ changed from his heavenly body because he had a heavenly body. Yeah. Because without going too deep into it, because it's getting deeper as we go. I know. We started right? off like such a light subject, went dark, and now we've gone like deep. We've gone deep theologians. So Christ <laughs> comes into the world right, okay. in the image of the invisible God. Yeah. So there is a change in Christ's life, but God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So Christ humbled himself and came down. Yeah. 14 generations and popped out of Mary like a ping pong ball. I wonder if that's that. That is not how it sounded, no. I'm pretty sure. Nah, it's probably not actually. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. No, it probably was because he made it So easy. he is the epitome of change. Yeah. He is the epitome of change. Because he has changed, but he is the God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Hello. Oh, my stomach. I'm oh, really angry. Did you hear that, listeners? Yeah. Thank you so much. That was your stomach changing I'm to hungry. say... You want some food. So Christ changes, not in his in in the way of his thinking, his understanding, his love and all that. He changed physically from spirit to physical. But also there's another change with Christ when he got to the age of about 30. He changed in two, even though he was Jesus Christ. Then we start to see his ministry. So Christ is aware of change as well. And then he becomes the body of Christ yeah. in terms of the church. Then he changes again and he becomes on the cross. <sighs> the book of Isaiah, he took all the punishment. Yeah. So he changed. So the Christ is going through, there's physical changes with Christ, with us, but he is the same Jesus. He is God. So when you look at the word change, it ain't just a simple little word change. No, it isn't. I feel it's like got some my brain's depth. about to flaming explode. So, I'm using flaming a lot today. So I'm feeling we, particularly Victorian. So, oh, yes. Flaming Nora. Flaming Nora, girl. How's the bread going? Body of Christ. <laughs> so, and miracles bring what? Change. <clears throat> immediate change immediate that's why, change. That's why there's a there's change without graft when it comes to a miracle yeah and why did why did um and what happens at salvation change change yes that's the thing that's that's the thing that they were talking about as well in one of these podcasts was that everybody has the ability to change and um, that was the point of them saying that we're a, we're a, a, a society that doesn't believe in people's ability to change anymore um and that's why they're cancelling people because everybody you can have good people that have got bad in them and you can have bad people that have got good in them yeah and everybody fights a battle every day to be the best person that they can be yeah and the bible teaches us to transform our minds and be more life uh, more like jesus yeah Christ-like. more like jesus yeah so we change up yeah and he changed down, down. but if we don't if we um, condescend to people and look down on them. We're not Jesus. We haven't got the right to look no, down on anyone. No, that's right. To change down. And if we're doing that and we're looking and we're brittle, that's when we get into a kind of time when we're burning people's books and not having any understanding in them. And if we haven't got any understanding for people, 
we have no empathy, we're not showing kindness, we're not showing love, we're not showing the Lord's lessons. Exactly. We're not following them. No. And that's when society breaks down, and that's when community breaks down, and that's where we're at at the moment. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. You can see it How many people do we know, or have we known, that have been so brittle with their understanding of something as beautiful as the Bible yeah. that they try and control people? And are unhappy when their way doesn't go according to plan. No, it's very interesting what you said about, you mentioned a holy book a little bit back there. And there was a... What did I say? Was it good? It was all right. Yeah, all right, and, nice. And there's been an incident recently as well regarding that same holy book from that other faith. Mm-hmm. Where a school teacher just scuffed the corner of it and he got the sack. Yeah. Because that organisation came in there and absolutely condemned the teacher for scuffing the corner of that book and being disrespectful. And they, the poor teacher's been given the bullet. Yeah. I mean, Christians, how many times do we do we have to put up with, and it is, I do have to put up with it, people yeah. taking his name in vain, talking... All the time, blasphemous doing, language. Yeah, terrible things, like, um, well, not terrible, but like cartoons where they joke about his death and stuff, and it hurts me, it cuts yeah, it me, it hurts me. But no one my, won't listen to friend. you about that. Actually, I'll tell you. Oh, um, I was change. In a, I, yeah, I was in um, a conflict management course at work, which is something that they're offering to everyone, and they were talking about what are the things that are you believe are your diversities in this room? And my thing was, it's my faith. That's mm-hmm. my diversity because, and it shouldn't be, but that's the way it is. Yeah. And somebody else said, yes, I know I used to work with somebody um, who was Christian. She used to get really offended by me say, saying and then swore. And saying it. And she went, but why do you get offended? Oh. So I sat back and I was like, well, this is the way I see it. He's my friend and is also my dad and yeah. is also my, my mate, is my confidant, is with me all the time. And he did something really amazing for you, and he did something really amazing for me, and you're kicking sand in his face. Every time you say it, you're kicking sand in his face. And when you say it, I feel or I, I see feel it. I see the nails going in his hand. Yeah. Because that's a sacrifice that he made for you to sit there and say that. And um she was like, Oh, I'm so, you know, I never everyone flinched. I'm so sorry, I never even thought of that. I never even thought of that. And then someone else immediately said well, I was watching Summit on TV last night and swore yeah. saying it. So I was like, what was the point? What's the point? Yeah. But in uh, if you look at Charlie Hebdo, the, the uh, oh, yeah. thing in France. Yes. They did a cartoon of Allah. They did, yeah. Um, which they had said, we don't like it if you do this. Please be respectful. This is not something you do. We, we mm. want. And the true Muslim faith asked people, please don't do it. Yeah. And then extremists. Yes go out with guns and kill people. Exactly. Because it's that inability to change and the brittleness of a belief. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's extremist. It, it's extreme, isn't it? That's what ends with people bombing and people sending aeroplanes into oh, buildings. Yeah. It's extremism in its highest form and it starts with dangerous people making dangerous comments about a book Yeah. that is actually about love. Is that exactly right? Change can only come, I honestly believe, with the power of the Holy Spirit. We have an ability to to think about changing ourselves, but it's like breaking addiction, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like certain habitual ways of certain livings and certain things. Some people don't want to change and no. they could be destroying themselves via drink, food, they don't gambling. Love themselves. Don't love themselves. Yeah. So you can get in a cycle where you can make a difference to your life coming outside the world of Christianity. You can make a change, but some people get so entrenched they don't want to change. Yeah. I just want to literally just And I believe it doesn't matter what, what faith you are, my personal belief is if you're showing kindness or love or understanding to somebody else, then you're embodying a Christ-like And that affects the person because spirit. that is yeah. making the person change. Yeah. It can be really interesting to watch in a workplace that a Christian is showing love and kindness and gentleness and everything that goes along with that firmness when it has to be but doing it all in love and being christ-like that actually has an effect on someone else yeah. and over time it changes them yeah. even though they might not think it and say it but yeah. there is a change within that person yeah so when you let your light shine you don't realize what actually is happening you're the changing brightness. the world around you you're changing the environment so we don't change and we don't adapt do not conform to the pattern of this world. We don't Beautiful. We don't lean into what they're doing. We carry on being and trying to be Christ ambassadors and living for Jesus. And the world around us is the ones that will change. But we are changing, yeah. not as in adapting ourselves to the world, but we are changing to be more like Christ. So change is happening all around us all the time. Yeah. And change is frightening. It is. It is. Do you want to change? <sighs> 1 Corinthians 15, 51. I'm going to lay it back down on the Bible here. Bang, 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 bang. Behold! Bang. Exclamation mark. Behold! I'll tell you a Whoa. mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Whoa. That's I like good. that. That's a big one. Isn't it? It's a Love good one, it. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And then Proverbs eighteen fifteen: an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. So although we don't agree with uh, like education sometimes yeah, filling yeah, us yeah, through yeah, of yeah. a word that is controlled, yes, um, knowledge and wisdom, intelligence of the heart are the things that drive change because it's about learning. What's it about learning about? Learning. What's it about learning about? What's the knowledge they're talking about? What is that knowledge? Knowledge of the faith. Knowledge of the faith. Knowledge of the Jesus. It's it's interesting because the world wants to change God's word and says that it's out of step, out of step rather, with the signs of the times when actually the world needs to change according to God's word. I'm always amazed by how much the word, like when we read it sometimes, I'm like, that could be literally my life exactly <laughs> all these thousands of years old thousands of years old and i'm like wow but that happened to me at the weekend <laughs> you know how did he mean? know <laughs> yeah how did he know that how did he know that um so two timothy 3 16 17 sorry my sleeve's doing funny things all scripture is breathed out by god did all you know scripture that? is god breathed did you know that i know that all scripture and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So, so there's a lot in that scripture. Teaching, learning. It's teaching, learning, there's stripping learning, back. Changing. 
God's word strips you back, and that's a change. God's word makes you look makes you look inward. Yeah. God's word makes you look outward. Yeah. God's word makes you look up. Oh, the inward bit's hard sometimes, isn't it? That's the yeah, because oh. there's change going on within, and you're fighting yourself. The outward bit's like, oh, I'm so frustrated. Lord help me. I'm so frustrated. And then the inward bit, you go, I'm so frustrated with this. So then the inward bit is the bit where you go, yeah, but why am I frustrated? Why am I frustrated? Why is it? It's my problem. It's my problem. It's I'm the mine. one that's got to resolve the way that I perceive this. And why is it that that annoys me? Is it because I'm too haughty? Yeah. Is it because I'm too judgmental? Is it because I haven't got enough patience? Go, Lord, please give me patience. And that's the point when you start praying for the change in yourself. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord above. Um, but in Hebrews, Hebrews 4, 12, 13, it says, For the word of God is living and active. Sharper than a double-edged sword. So living and active, yeah. living and active is constantly growing. Living and active. And active means changing. It does. Yeah, because it's like a shifting sand. It's moving continuously. For the word of the Lord is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Bang. Um, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So um, the joints and the marrow Cutting of through. a person's body are fixed. Generally, yeah. aren't they? They move, but they're fixed. They're bone fixed. is bone is fixed. Yes. You break it, it can be fixed, but it's not going to change shape. You're not going to change a a thigh bone into a hip oh, bone. No. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But then also it says um, the intentions of the heart, but the heart and our emotions are always changing. Yeah. And no creature is hidden from his sight. <sighs> But all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must all give account. Ooh, wow. Ooh. It's quite so frightening, it's, isn't it? Be fit, yeah. When you really think yeah. about this word change, that it's like Ooh. it's exposing everything in your life. God sees every bone, every fibre, every thought, every action. God sees it even before it's done oh. and acted. And he loved you. He still loves us. Because he knew that you would be a constantly changing individual. And that is the journey of Christianity. Oh, We're hallelujah. on a journey of change. Amen. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You are God. Yeah. I am the same so, yesterday, today, yeah. and forevermore. That's Psalm 90. God never changes. He doesn't change, but we do. But his word changes us. Prayer doesn't change god but prayer changes us go on fasting doesn't change god it changes us so god is the same yesterday today and forevermore his scripture is the same yeah but when it speaks different to us that is because if we've read it a thousand times and that last time that we read it suddenly is because we have grown in the faith we've walked in the faith and we are changing not God's word has changed so it would uh, meet with our, our lives, but we have met and we are changing according to his word. So yeah. God's word stays the same. It is the same. Genesis written down in a book. It is written. It's in black and white. It's in black and white, it's yeah. no grey areas, it's black and white. No, nah, and you've got the words of Jesus in red, if you're really pushed. Oh, 
Jeremiah 13.23 says, Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard change his spots? Oh, Jesus. Then also you can do good who are accustomed to do evil. See you, you just sat up like a meerkat then. Like a meerkat. Your eyes were huge. And what about, what about that lovely uh, New Testament writer, Paul? Go on. Why do I I do the things? Why do I do the things? I hate and I can't do the things that I love. Oh, yeah. He knows he's got to change. We know we've got to change. The only way we can change is through the power of the Holy Spirit helping us and leading us to change. But when we go through that change period and that change time, it is a time of stretching. It's a time of enduring. But this is the thing as well. When you open yourself up, when you open up your heart, when you first turn around and there he is, and you go, Hello. everything's open now. Hello, you open Jesus. up all your doors and all your windows and you let the breeze come through and blow through your life and you know full well that what you're doing is Jesus-charged. And he's alive. He's supercharged. You are You are on Jesus, running on Jesus batteries. Duracell you're on Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You are chopped like, up. Then... You're still running on Jesus juice, but your doors and windows are still open. Now, how are you going to be sure that the changes that are being asked of you are the right changes? How are you going to be sure that you're letting the right person in the door? How are you going to be sure that the right breeze is blowing through your window? Wisdom. Wisdom. And the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It's really difficult. So It is really difficult. And that's the thing. We constantly question ourselves. Yeah. Somebody said in this podcast, the person that doesn't question themselves is the person that is utterly arrogant, thinks Completely they're right the whole arrogant. time, and they're the person that is the extremist. Oh, I know a few of those. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> but the person that constantly questions themselves. And looking at themselves. Yeah. If you're doing the wrong thing, you're persuading yourself that you're right. Exactly. If you're doing the right thing, you're questioning yourself whether you're right. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Very good. Nice. That was yeah, nice. Yeah. That was nicely put yeah, for like a Monday evening. Yeah, sorry. That was nicely put yeah. over there. It's difficult being a believer because you're yeah. on a journey of change. Yeah. And your body has been used and your mind has been used to live in a certain way, certain intrinsic way, a certain attitude, a certain push. But then suddenly Jesus rolls up. Hello, sister. Hello. <laughs> was that your Welsh accent? That was my Welsh Jesus. <laughs> Hello, Leah. Hello, Leah. <laughs> what about a Chinese one? No. Sorry. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's in the book of Isaiah. No. So it's like... <laughs> See, Jesus is changing us. He always changing from us. glory to glory. What does it say? From faith to faith. Yeah. So we're going from faith to faith. We're going from blessing to blessing. So we're always changing. And what is the most important thing within our being that has to change every day, every moment. Bang, bang. The heart. The heart. I was pointing at it. Pointing at it. Your heart has to change. How do we do that? Yeah. The Bible says the heart is corrupt. That's what it says. But it also says, um, write them on the tablet of your heart. Proverbs chapter 3. So the Bible says the heart is corrupt. But also the Bible says, "Give give me clean hands and a pure heart. When the heart starts to change, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit, that is through the power of Jesus Christ, through the eternal God, the God of Israel. So God renews our heart. God, God like, massages that heart of stone. Mm-mm. And then suddenly, no. 
there's a noise. <laughs> They're alive. It is. It's like that. It's coming. It's coming back from the dead. Bang! You've been given the old. Poof. Oh yeah, Whoa, he's been, risen. Yeah, Lazarus. I've been given a second chance. You forgot the, the the thing where Jesus, um, his change where he's he's alive, then he's dead, then he's alive again. Behold, I was dead, but now I'm in every cinema. <laughs> I'm on every DVD. And also going back to our podcast before about water, he says, "I am the living water, and water I constantly am. changes." Yeah, it's fluid. You can't you can't hold it. You, you can't sp- hold it. You can't roll it. You can't fold it. You can't. Not unless you froze it. Froze it. If you froze it, you could make you could fold it in half. You could snap it. <laughs> Change. No, it doesn't fold though. It snaps. It do- yeah, it does. You can't fold it. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we're coming up with some science language, by the way. <laughs> it's all science. So where is the greatest change at the cross of Calvary? Yeah. But we didn't make the change. He made the change for us. For us. He saved us. He set us free. He gave us a hope and a future, and it is he that is living in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I love that. Do you? Yeah. It's lovely. I really love that one. And the other, let's see, there's another example. Um, the older my faith gets within me. Oh, the, gosh, that's the, a deep text. Yeah. That's, I haven't heard that for a long time. I just made that up. You can't have done. I just did. No, but there is a scripture. Shut up. There is a scripture that supports that. Well, the older my faith gets in me... The that's about wisdom that, that you find that, that in Proverbs. means in me that means to me yeah that i'm just trying racking my brain come on racking my brain you do that and i'll scripture. go on google so as we as we are born again spirit filled the wisdom wisdom yeah. solomon solomon was the wisest man but he was the richest man on planet earth richer than elon Musk. elon elon <laughs> you might only be worth 300 billion <laughs> But our Jesus created the money. <laughs> so you've got very interesting guy, Solomon's Temple, a very wise man, a very powerful man, a very godly man. He could have asked for anything. What you found? I can't find it. That's why I was pulling that face. Oh, why well, couldn't find it? Okay, okay, okay. Change gonna... is critical. I'll yeah. think of it in a minute. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring it to the to the convo. So the greatest change anyone will ever see is through the power of salvation, and that is the gift that is given. What happened to Saul? That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, Saul, Saul, Saul crazy changed. Saul. So Saul was like richy, richy, richy. Yeah, he was like ching when he woke he up in the, the morning. Daddy. He could turn things into skittles like that. Advert. He was the man. He was very, very rich, and then he was Leader. riding along on his horse, and then bang, go on, that God went. Oi, you, Bosh. Bosh. Yeah. <laughs> I pointed and went, and you did Oi. Yeah. Oi, get down. Get off that all. So, yeah, that was a massive change in Saul's life. Yeah. Arrogant. God-hater. Not interested in Christianity. Wanting to ride Christian, wipe Christianity off the face of the earth. Absolute extremist. An absolute extremist. So God can turn the extremist terrorist, because that's what he was. Mm. He was a terrorist. He was a persecutor. He wanted to persecute. And he was at the stoning of Stephen just before that. And the Bible says uh, they laid their coats at the feet of a young man called Saul. So he watched the stoning. He was 
very uh, involved in certain things that was going on and he was a God hater but God changed him yeah. on the road to Damascus and God got him off his horse. The horse went to the floor, he got off the horse and he changed. So a character Couldn't and say the you scowls. And the scowls were placed on his eyes. Right, now I need to know about the scales. Were they fish scales? scales? Oh, right, okay, there were fish scales. Were they? We don't know. Or were they scales that you weigh with, in which case, were they weighing his soul? Oh. I don't know. They're going to be scales, as in... Or are they like snake scales? Yeah, they're going to be some form of, of uh, uh, an animal scale, aren't they? I That's wonder why. God kept him from seeing God yeah, but why didn't him. he just like close his eyes or make them not work? We've got a great God. He wanted to do something really jazzy. <laughs> he just wanted to do something. I'm going to put some bling no, on his eyes. No, but a snake has got scales. Yeah. Who is the snake? Oh, we don't talk about him. No, exactly. After six o'clock That's all I'm night, saying. Because it gets scary and it's dark out. That's all I'm saying. So change. There is a lot in this and it's making us think. That oh, yeah. It's, it's changed me. Just having the conversation. I'm like, wow. Change. As we said, the greatest change, for God so loved the world, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish. You know, so we've got change. that song in the church now on a Sunday. I know, it's great, isn't it? I really like you it. You like it. I've been playing it every week to try and get people to like it. And then last time I was in, um, everyone had their hands in the air and I was like, yeah. Bosh. Change. Tune. Worship changes us. The word mm. of God changes us. Music changes us, mm-hmm. love changes us. It's a really interesting word, but I can't get away from that scripture of John 3, 3. You must be born again. Nicodemus was, I can't change, I can't go back. Yeah. You can't go back. Yeah. You have to be born of spirit and of water. Change can only come from the infinite, powerful Eternal God, the infallible word that is without error. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking the other day, I couldn't imagine now losing my faith. I just couldn't imagine it. No. And I know that it happens to some people, and I feel so sad for them. Everyone has a moment of doubt. Yeah, Everyone, we're all human. Jesus had a moment of doubt. Yeah. And he was God. You can't lose your faith. I think what... But, yeah, why do you get to the point where you're like, I just don't believe anymore? I just don't understand how I could get to that. I don't understand how I could. That's just human nature. But deep, deep within the soul in a person. I feel like I've been changed on a cellular level. Cellular level. A higher level. Yeah. I feel like it is part of me now. And I feel like everybody knows it's part of me now. And everybody that I know knows me as I'm Leia, the Christian. I go to church. I... Like my friends will comment about it. Yeah. And go, wow, there's been a change. You just said that, you're a Christian. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I am a Christian. I am a believer. Yeah. I believe in Jesus. Yeah. But I can't imagine changing back. No, you won't. I'm saying. I feel like the change that we make when we turn around and there he is, is um, I, I, I can't do a 360. No, or a won't. 180 in the other direction. Because you're grafted in. Mm. That's what the scripture says. Even Grafted in. Because the Bible is so clear on this. Once you're in, you're in. 
Yeah. And I think what happens is people get bruised by church and religion and they might throw their, their toys out their pram and go, oh, I, ain't, I don't believe. But deep down, when your back is against the wall, it's the Jesus cry, Lord, where are you? Yeah. Where are you, Lord? So yeah. you can't lose your faith. You're saved, once saved, all, once saved, always saved. You're blessed and you're always blessed. But it is the, the attitude of the mind and the body of a person and the language that we use. But deep down in your innermost being, the real you is not the flesh you. The real you is the inner you. And the real inner you belongs to God. The flesh and the blood is just, just there, three score years and ten. It is, it is limited. But the real you can never be separated from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. We might have attitude and arrogance and we might throw our Christian toys out the pram and, and do all that sort of stuff. I'm never going back to church, never doing that. He's not real. He's not there. Sit silent for years and years and years. Something happens. Bang. And then the Holy Spirit just ignites that flame again. Lifts you, he up, says, you up. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake yeah. you. And then we can say to ourselves, well, I'll never leave Jesus. But what about Peter when the rooster crowed? Mm. God could diddle do. Yeah, that's true. God could diddle do. I just can't imagine it, though. That's what I'm saying. Three times he denied I Christ. know. You're holding me to account. I'm not, sis. <laughs> I'm not. But we're I grafted in. Yeah, I see it like this. God is love. Yes. Love changes everything. Yes. God changes everything. Because perfect love drives out all fear. Yeah. And even if... Even if, God forbid, but even if I did lose my faith, you never lose still, your faith. It still has changed me. The, what happens is the physical us get grumpy and gritty, and the carnal mind battles with this faith stuff. But your innermost, innermost, but the battle innermost, is going on. That's what we were saying earlier. On. If you are questioning what you have done, if you are questioning who yeah. you are, you are trying to be better. And then that word comes in repentance. Mm -hmm. I'm changing. But if you're arrogant enough to say, no, I'm perfect. I'm all good. I'm the best. Whoa. Oh, there's, there's that's a sad. That's, it is sad. That's sad. Very sad. Because we can sad. always, always learn all the time. We're always learning. We're always moving forward. But some people yeah. can't be <laughs> changed, no. but only be changed by the cross of Calvary because it's a supernatural move of God. We can make certain changes in life, but we can't make the most critical change from death to life. No. It has to be done by the author of life and the giver of life. Are you reading that? Did you no, write that earlier? No, no, look, there's nothing there. It's that just, is amazing. Is it? It's not there. Yeah. No, it's not there. I like that. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. God gave me it. Did he? He gave me it in a, he gave me it in a foreign language. Don't do I won't mention that word. <laughs> Can I give you a bit of Psalm 5110? Because we must on be then. coming to the end now. We are. We're way over. I've got a really nice bit of scripture. Fin it's finished on this. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Bang. We're there. It's just nice, isn't it? It's a lovely scripture to finish on. Yeah. We thank you so much wherever you are. This is a big old subject, big word. And we could literally talk for hours, but we've got to... Uh, Disappear. We've got to change. Piff, poof, poof. Piff, poof, poof. We've got <laughs> online service tonight. We've got to get ready for what's coming. So we thank you so much in the world of podcasting, Amazon Music, 
Spotify. Spotify. Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. iHeart. No, it doesn't exist anymore. That, only in America. In America, you could listen to us on iHeart Radio. Yeah, and Amazon Music, so many other iTunes. podcasting platforms. iTunes. Yeah. Loads of places. Uh, Godpod. Yeah. There's uh, so many, I keep forgetting. iHeart Jesus. iHeart Jesus. Jesus iHeart Podcast. And Jesus Chains. And Jesus Chains. <laughs> God bless you wherever you are. We are 6.23 Monday, still Monday, the 27th of February. May God bless you and strengthen you and never give, ever give up. God is with you, but there is change in your life. Christ has come Amen. to set the captives free. We are no longer slaves, but we are slaves of righteousness. We don't belong to this world. We're slaves of righteousness. God bless you, and we will catch you next Monday evening. God bless you. Be prepared for the change that's coming your way, because Jesus is looking for you. <laughs> God bless. Find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Alexa, Mixcloud, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.